Todd for breakfast. Tastes of the Midwest. Okay, we're back. Yeah, to Tastes of the Midwest, talking to, well, food producers of the Midwest. Uh, there's a wide range of them, that's for darn sure. And uh, speaking to a very much unique one in the Midwest, uh, we are going to be talking gelato. We're talking with Tobias. How you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. Good to hear. Good to hear. So, um, look, your business is what? Fusion Gelato. Fusions Gelato. Fusions Gelato. Apologies. Fusions Gelato. Um, look, we'll get into all that very, very soon. But I thought just to, to, to kick things off, um, tell us a bit about yourself, the man, the myth, the legend, Tobias. <laughs> the legend. <laughs> uh, well, I immigrated uh, in 2012 from Germany and uh, loved it. Came straight to Geraldton. I picked the spot because I've been here on a holiday before. Wow. Uh, did a year a lap around Australia. Probably have seen more than most Australians ever will. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this is the place I wanted to be. So here I am. Brilliant. Okay. So Germany, what were you doing over there? Like, Obviously, that's where you were born. That's where you're living. But, you know, what did you do for, for a living? Oh, this and that. I'm sort of a, a man who can do anything. Oh, okay. Uh, I used to work in a um, pet shop for quite a while. That's my main education, but uh, I have worked in a co- in a company repairing uh, beds for medical um, oh, wow. use and stuff like that. So I'm pretty universally yeah <laughs> anything and everything. All right, uh, pet stores to to fixing medical beds and gelato as well. All righty. So all right, you moved to the Midwest. Yes. What was the plan? Well, the plan was uh, to um, well, sorry. <laughs> When I when we immigrated, um, we immigrated uh, as a couple, and I'm divorced now. So uh, plans have changed a lot from yeah. original plans. I mean, original plans was were to settle here, get a house and everything, and make it comfortable for us, and retire as fast as possible. That's it. The <laughs> <laughs> plan. All right. So, how did you get into gelato? Yeah, that was an interesting story when I was divorced uh, or separated at the time. Um, I uh, sold plants on the markets because uh, I'm sort of a green sum as well. Uh, whatever I have, I just pop it in a pot and it comes yeah. up and I just end up with too many. <laughs> and uh, anyways, there was this gelato shop right next to me and uh, we started talking because it was boring for quite a while. And so she mentioned that she's interested in selling and I'm like, Okay, <laughs> how much? <laughs> wow. So, yeah, that's where it started. And anyway, so we talked backwards and forwards a bit, and she seemed to like me. She she was actually looking for someone for quite a while. She had another offer, mm. but she didn't like the person. So, anyways, in the end, she decided, yep, that's the man. Wow. <laughs> He's going to buy the business. And, uh, yeah. Was it Fusion's Gelato at that point in time? Yeah. She founded it as as Fusion Stilato in um, around about 2015-16. Mm. I tried to contact her, but I couldn't get through to her. Yeah. So, all right. You just said, all right, Gelato. And <laughs> handmade as well. So, what was that process? I imagine there was a massive learning curve for you to learn all about Gelato. Oh, yeah. It's very interesting. I mean, when you start, you think, oh, well, it can't be that hard. Yeah. You know, you just tip this and that together <laughs> and woohoo, you're good. Bob's your uncle. But yeah, it doesn't go like that. And so when you when you start up with this, obviously she gave me the recipes. She showed me how to do it. So I had a rough idea, but on the way, 
you learn that, oh, there's a lot more to it than just, you know, tipping it together and sticking mm. to the time. You have to watch it and actually see what it's doing and stop it at the right time. If you overrun it, it's getting wow. too soft when you scoop it. It melts too fast. There's like too many things you can do wrong. <laughs> Far out. Um Wow. So what was the most difficult aspect for you then? Was it all about making in the gelato or were there other aspects of the business um, that you found challenging as well? Well, at first it's obviously challenging because you don't really know how much money you make. Yeah. Um, so, you know, one day you, you end up making 50 and another day you're making 500 and you kind of think, uh, okay, <laughs> how am I going to calculate this? Uh, and then also the making of the gelato itself, uh, that took me a while. Mm. Uh, I had customers who told me, ah, oh, there's not minty enough. It's too minty. It's this and that. And yeah, I just listened to my customers and improved on that one. And yeah. in the meantime, I'm thinking, yeah, my customers seem to be happy. Mm. Good. Yeah. Good advice. Listen to your customers. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right. So uh, let's talk about some of the produce that you've got. So is it all gelato? Is there anything else in there? Well, in the meantime, I do more. I mean, I mainly sell gelato yeah. and then obviously cool drinks uh, and things like that. But I also do honey. Mm. I've got my own beehives oh. in uh, Ratskali. So that's local honey. Really good stuff. I just harvested uh, like 25 kilos. Far out. Uh, that's the best honey I've ever had myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, your year's sorted. 25 kilos. Far out. So, all right. Then, Simon, so does that honey make its way into the gelato? Uh, I haven't done that yet, but that's mm. one that's on the list of uh, to do. Yeah, but oh. at the moment I'm working on three uh, gelatos for uh, skeeters, mm. and uh, they are, that's a challenge. It's quite a quite a hard thing to do yeah. to get this right. And anyways, we'll f first finish that, and then I'll think about the honey one. Yeah, awesome. So okay, so when you um, started running with Fusion's gelato, obviously they would have already yeah had those established flavors. Yeah. Um, have you brought any of your own in since then or oh, absolutely you, yeah so so what have you brought to it well one of the flavors i mean they already had that kind of but uh, they didn't really sell it to the general public mm. they only sold it to like restaurant here um it was uh amarina cherry that's one Ooh. of the really popular ones it's actually my favorite yeah. i used to usually eat that in germany <laughs> and then i i constantly come up with new stuff i had a uh, um I'm, at the moment, I made a blueberry sorbet. That's a totally new one. And just had gave it to a customer last weekend. And he came back and said, hey, this is really good stuff. So that's that's what makes it worth it for me. Yeah. Wow. Or have you had any uh, flavor requests? Has anyone ever requested, oh, you should do this flavor of ice cream? Absolutely. Yeah, there was this one girl who, keep, who kept bugging me about watermelon sorbet. And oh. she wants watermelon sorbet. She had <laughs> one in Sydney and it was so good and she can't get it anywhere. And she has to fly back to Sydney to get it. And and. After I heard doing that for a few times, I thought, "Oh, stuff it! I'm just gonna, gonna, I'm just gonna make it." And uh, anyways, that got really popular to the extent where I had one Saturday, I think, there was a couple of boys who were skating there, and they came and bought ice cream, and they were like, "Buy the, buy the watermelon! This is the best! Yeah. It's the best!" That's amazing. That's great. It's it's got to be so fulfilling, you know, in in any kind of business, um, but especially where the flavor is the key. It is the key. Absolutely. And for them to come back and to rave about it, I mean, it's got to mean so much to you. 
Oh, absolutely. It's selling happiness. And mm. I mean, I really enjoy that particular business because I'm selling happiness. Yeah. Far out. We're chatting to Tobias from uh, Fusions Gelato, uh, talking about uh, the, the the business, of course, um, one of the uh, the great producers of the Midwest and keeping us cool all the way through summer. Uh, <laughs> mentioned uh, some of the uh, flavour requests that he's had, uh, watermelon sorbet. It's a good one there. Let me throw a couple at you. Um, now, Midwest is known for a few things. One of those things is the old rock lobster. How about rock, lo- rock lobster cherry? Rock lobster cherry. Mm. I'm I'm not sure if I've I, I've never even thought of putting a rock rock, rock lobster in. Well, think about it. It may not be a good idea, but it's an idea to buy us. Well, you never you never know. I mean, sometimes the most crazy stuff is the mm. best, and uh, sometimes the flavors you come up with just overnight. Is uh, are going to make it yeah. to to stay? I, for example, I made one banana that was a request as well, and I, I thought, oh well, you know, let's just chuck this and that together. Mm. And uh, I'm still selling that today. Wow. And I've got customers; they come to the market every Sunday and they buy <laughs> a double scoop of that of banana yeah. and, and a single scoop of banana. So those two kids, they have sold on this one. <laughs> All right, that's great. And look, uh, the Midwest as well. One of its biggest exports is cucumber. You got to figure out a way to, <laughs> yeah, to, to, to put in the cucumber in there. We got a few of them. Well, I haven't really tried any any savoury ones. I must admit. Yeah, um, it's not something when you think about when it comes to you know gelato. Really, it's not overly savoury. Your thoughts? You're thinking sweet, like a well, watermelon. Well, there's always people coming up with crazy ideas. Yeah, and, true. And I have thought about it. I have thought about a chicken one for the dogs. Oh wow! People, people keep asking me for it, <laughs> uh, but I've never. I don't know. I'm I'm quite daring normally, but yeah. And most of the time, I'm totally busy doing my standards. Yeah. And then, you know, I squeeze a blueberry in or I squeeze a blood orange sorbet or whatever mm. in just to keep my vegans happy as well. Yeah. But most of the time, I'm too flat out <laughs> yeah. to even go there. Is that one of the biggest challenges, you know, being a small business owner that, you know, time is against you? Because, you know, you kind of, you know what works. You want to try some new and different things, but 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 time is against you because you've got to make money. It's it's how you make a living. Exactly. Well, a lot of people think, you know, we stand on the foreshore, we cash in like, <laughs> yeah. you know, make a thousand dollars a <laughs> day or something up. like that. And that's it. And then we go home and, and relax for the rest of the week, which is not the case. Mm-hmm. We actually have to make the gelato during the week and that can take a day or two. And getting the ingredients and making sure everything stays frozen and getting up at 3 a.m. in the morning because the power is out and, you know, we're mm-hmm. having to run there and turning the genie on and stuff like that. So, yeah, it, there's a lot more than, to it than just, you know, selling. Mm. You mentioned a uh, number of ingredients that you've um, been putting in your, your gelato. Um, tell us about some of those uh, ingredients and, and especially those that do, that do come from the Midwest. Well, with the gelato, I, use, I actually use a lot of ingredients from Italy, mm. um, but I do use local ingredients as well. I, I do that banana, so that, that banana gelato I mentioned, and that's Carnarvon banana. I use, I'm using, I'm using, yeah, and uh, that it makes it special because bacanaba banana is sweeter than everything else, mm. uh, and you can taste it in the in the final product. Yeah, great. Because I mean, you say you get a lot of from Italy, and Italy is home of gelato. Yeah. So if you want to do it right, I mean, you got to go to Italy, don't you? I mean, I doubt there's probably very few places in Australia where you can probably get those things, or they're probably very expensive or aren't up to the same kind of quality. Well, there is there is one place in Melbourne, I think uh, they do ingredients as well, but the quality is just not up there. Yeah. And if you want to sell high quality product, uh, product, then you have to have high quality ingredients. Mm. And uh, I obviously make everything myself. Why would I save on ingredients? I mean, mm. like just as an example, I do a pistachio one, 
And that is actually Sicilian pistachio wow. I'm using. And sure, I could get pistachio like for a third of the price, I think, um, if it comes from California or somewhere else. But it it just wouldn't taste like the Sicilian one because mm. Sicilian one is growing on volcanic soil and that has an effect on the taste and you can taste it in the final product. Wow. There you go. We're chatting to uh, Tobias. We're, we're talking uh, fusions, gelato. Really appreciate your time. Now, have you got any advice out there for people looking to start their own business, whether it be to do with gelato or, or, or otherwise? I mean, obviously, you've gone through this yourself, continue to go through it. What advice do you have for people? Well, I simply recommend to people to first have a proper look around what is already there. Don't copy it. Mm. Just find out something new. Find an idea that's really your own and make that work instead of just copying and upsetting the other person who's already doing yeah. it and trying to get into the market and eventually not ending in there because you're just not, you know, yeah. the other person is 10 years ahead. <laughs> something unique. How can yeah. you be unique? How can you set yourself aside, different from the rest? Yeah. Okay. That's a really, really good advice. Yeah. Don't upset yeah, everyone, especially in a small town. You don't be like, well, I'm just going to do what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people are actually doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in the end, what's the point? Mm. I mean, come up with a new idea. It will get, it will get you there a lot faster because mm. you don't have any competition. Yeah. Good point. There you go. Tobias, full of wisdom. Any other advice? Well, I don't know. <laughs> it, it takes a lot of planning to yeah. actually um, get there. I mean, you, you can't you can't just start a business and you've got like a thousand bucks in the in the bank. You have to have a little bit of reserve to at first invest because mm. the business will not go from zero to hundred. You just have to be consistently at a certain spot. You have to consistently come to like just Sundays by the sea. That would mm. be one of the things. Everyone can apply there, and only two or three turn up. Wow. Remy, Remy and me weren't usually always there. I mean, that's my spot anyways, but um, he's putting the time in. At first, he didn't make too much money, but as always, you consistently turn mm. up there, customers expect you there, and you will make money. Yeah, It's the same thing with all business. All right, consistency, dedication, yep. and planning. Yeah, that's exactly. a very, very big one. All right, planning. All right, so um, Tobias, really appreciate your time. So Fusions Gelato, where can people follow you and where can people typically find you? Well, normally I'm on the markets Sunday morning, uh, 8 to 12, and then the whole of Saturday I'm on the foreshore, but not usually at the moment between 10 and 6. I'll probably change that to 9 to 5 when, when it's getting mm. cooler in the evening earlier. Um, but you just follow me on my Facebook page. I usually have my times on the Facebook page. Oh, I admit sometimes I forget <laughs> to change it. <laughs> but if there's any questions, just send me a, a message. I usually answer within like half a day or something like that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, too easy. And then obviously I go to most of the big shows and uh, Sunday afternoon after the markets, I'm on the foreshore as well. Mm. So yeah. Brilliant. All right. Look out for Tobias and stay synced to his Facebook page, Fusions Gelato, and uh, let us know what you think. Uh, Tobias, anything else you want to mention, put out there for those that are listening? Um, yeah, I do have vegan flavors. Uh, I've already mentioned that earlier. Mm. Um, there's quite a few people who have like allergies and who do not want to have milk or whatever. Um, I do usually have one or two flavors, like mostly of the time it's a, it's a sorbets. I have done uh, other vegan flavors before as well. But most of the time, sorbets like blood orange sorbet, mango sorbet, wildberry sorbet, blueberry mm. sorbet, you name it. I just come up with a new recipe all the time. And that keeps people coming as well because yeah. they can get something they can't get elsewhere. Yeah. And uh, that 
it's always a lot of fun to see people. Oh, wow, you have. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Cater to your customers. That's all you got to do. Yep, that's yeah. it. Anything else at all? Um, yeah, obviously allergies, the same thing. Oh, um, yeah. People with nut allergies and stuff like that. That's what I usually. Um, uh, that's when I usually sell those uh, vegan flavors as well because they do not contain nuts. I keep them separate. I have a separate scoop and so on and so forth. Uh, I'm I'm still having. I still have to say I make it on the same machine, so traces are usually possible. But I try to keep this as clean as I possibly can, and mm. that helps out people who worry about you know if they bite into something and then they fall over because of a of an attack or something wouldn't mm. be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very true. Well, there you go. The the bloke who's selling it is the bloke who's making it, so he's able to answer all of your questions. So, um, yeah, whether it's through the socials or popping down and see him at, uh, at the foreshore or at the platform market, see uh, and uh, have a chat to Tobias over at uh, Fusions Gelato. Uh, Tobias, again, thank you so much, and uh, looking forward to seeing you around town and catching up again. Pleasure.